Hey, Disney fan. Have you ever wanted to know how we make the magic? Or maybe what's happening at Disney every single week? Well, have we got the podcast for you. This is D23 Inside Disney. I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. I'm Jeffrey from D23. I'm Candace from Radio Disney. And we are taking you Inside Disney. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm happy to talk to you guys. Happy to talk to you as well. Yes, I look forward to this every week. Me too. Did you guys catch the Disney family sing-along? Yes. No, I did. The opening with the Muppets and everyone, I nearly lost it. So cute. That was Enzo, my son's first intro to Muppets and Kermit, and he loves Kermit now, so I'm super proud of that. (laughs) I thought one Derek Huff was incredible, and then there were four, and then there were six, and then there were eight. I mean, that... That was so cool. That was amazing. There's a great D23.com story about how they did that and how they put the whole show together. So if you're interested, I highly recommend it. And Derek really did all his own editing. Like, I don't understand that kind of level of talent. That is crazy. Uh, Yeah. Seriously. I also really enjoyed Halsey's performance. She Mm -hmm. was great. Her Little Mermaid. Yeah, I actually had her on Radio Disney last weekend talking about it. She actually mentioned that she has 30 pairs of Disney Parks ears. What? Just so you guys know. Yeah. She's totally into cosplay and like wigs and all this stuff. So that was pretty cool to find out. Oh, my God. I can tell you that I have exactly six pairs of ears because I am recording from my closet and they're all hanging up here. <laughs> <laughs> what a glamorous studio you have, Sherry. Oh, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that American Idol had Disney night right after two and it was really fun to see all of the contestants singing from their homes, which was cool. And Katie dressed up like Mama Jumbo. Oh that my gosh, so that was Mrs. Jumbo. That was Mrs. Funny. Jumbo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh, well, lots of news to get to. Coming up, we have Disney Legend and the current voice of Goofy and Pluto, Bill Farmer. But this past weekend, Sunday night for us, Monday uh, in China, Shanghai Disneyland reopened its gates and welcomed guests and fans back to the park as part of its phased reopening. So, so great. I don't know if you guys caught any of the videos um, on the park's Mm -hmm. blog. It was just so nice to see guests in the park and people just so happy. And the cast put together this great video, um, different Disney ambassadors from the parks around the world wishing well to their Shanghai counterparts. It was awesome and such incredible work. Hats off to the cast and teams there that really worked so hard to make sure that the opening is going to be a good experience for our guests and also for our cast. Totally. Other mega huge news. We're going to be in the room when it happens, probably in our (laughs) own rooms, in our own home. (laughs) Hamilton coming to Disney plus. This is over a year ahead of schedule. Wow. It's amazing. July 3rd. So just in time for July 4th weekend, we will get the Broadway production of Hamilton, the 11-time Tony Award, Grammy Award, Olivier Award, Pulitzer Prize Award winning musical (laughs) filmed in June of 2016. I know a few people who've gotten to see it. They say the quality is unbelievable. The way you you feel like you've got a great seat, but then you also feel like you're right on stage with them. So excited for Hamilton. I am not going to miss my shot. (laughs) 
trying to think oh. how many other Hamilton puns I can put in there. Incredible. Well, Jeffrey, I know that is huge news for you because we all know you're a big musical theater buff. True, true. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I am actually an aficionado of fail videos. Okay? <laughs> yes, and I am in luck because a one-hour special, AFV at Home, airs Sunday, May 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern on ABC. It is coming to you straight from host Alfonso Ribeiro's living room and features all new all hilarious moments filmed by people at home. I know we could all use some extra laughter these days, so make sure to tune in on Sunday. Yes. Laughing at Fun. other people's expense. They're paying it <laughs> out there. It's the best. It's the best. That's any day that ends in Y for Candace. <laughs> There you go. Well, I'm sure you guys heard about this, but it's very exciting news. The wonderful world of Disney is back. Yay. It never left my household. I'm just telling you. (laughs) This is actually a peek inside Jeffrey's house. (laughs) Starting May 20th at 8 o'clock Eastern on ABC. It's going to happen for four consecutive Wednesday nights. And it's going to start with the broadcast world debut of Moana, which is very exciting. Then they will, right? They'll move on to Thor, the dark world. And then the next week up and the final week, big hero six. So there you go. Those films are also of course, part of the Disney plus library, but how fun for us to watch those together on Wednesday nights. So fun. Another Lin-Manuel Miranda reference there. There we go. The man behind behind Moana. He is everywhere. He He should come on our show. Yeah. (laughs) He'll put it out into the universe. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right. A little bit of sports news. The 2020 ESPYs have been announced. They're going to do things a little differently this year. Instead of their live event for the ESPYs and the 6th Annual Sports Humanitarian Awards, they're actually going to put it all in one for a TV special that's basically going to shift its focus from outstanding athletic achievement to highlight more of the stories of service, perseverance, and courage from within the world of sports. So this is going to happen on ESPN on June 21st. They'll still have some of the core elements you're used to in the ESPYs broadcast, like the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage, the Pat Tillman Award for Service, and um, then they're going to include the Sports Humanitarian Awards like the Billie Jean King Youth Leadership Award and so many more. So I'm looking forward to that coming up uh, in June on ESPN. That's good. I love a good feel-good story. Uh, You'll cry watching the whole thing, I'm sure. Well, in Disney Plus news, a new original series called Just Beyond was just announced. (laughs) Just Beyond, it's a horror comedy anthology based on the best-selling graphic novel from R.L. Stein and created by Seth Graham Smith, who wrote such hits as Pride and Prejudice and Zombies (laughs) and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. (laughs) So my fiance and I, we do scary movie nights every Sunday, so I am very much looking forward to this. Much like The Twilight Zone and Amazing Stories, this will be another frightful yet delightful anthology series that families can enjoy together. Love that. Also, just beyond Mark Stein's return to Disney after launching Goosebumps, Horrorland, and Funhouse at Walt Disney World in the 90s, which, okay, I was reading about this and I am incredibly bummed I didn't get to experience this when I was a kid. Did you guys, Jeffrey and Candace? No. Look it up. It looks incredible but i'll get my fix of rl stein with this series just beyond Um, i love it i love it plus in the fall of 2021 
something that was announced last week, but I would be remiss if I did not mention it. Disney 23 is going to be celebrating 50 years of the Walt Disney Archives with the new issue of the magazine that goes out to all D23 Gold members. Film critic and historian Leonard Malton wrote a spectacular story honoring the archives. And earlier, Candace and I were cavelling over our love of all things Muppets and Enzo's love of all things Muppets. We have <laughs> an exclusive interview with Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy talking about Muppets mm-hmm. Now, the new Disney Plus short form series that they have. There is an exclusive with Sir Kenneth Branagh, Dame Judi Dench, Josh Gad, and Ferdia Shaw talking about Artemis Fowl. And our pal Don Hahn, who did our video episode a few weeks ago, actually wrote an essay about making his documentary, Howard, which is all about Howard Ashman. And we talked with him a little bit about that a few weeks ago, and he wrote a lot more. And there's also a very, very fun photo shoot that we did earlier this year with Skylar Aston at Disneyland. So some very cool things to look forward to. The magazine will start shipping shortly and will be arriving for D23 Gold members later this month. Cool. Nice. That is a fantastic thing that D23 members can look forward to receiving. Something else fantastic. D23 has unleashed their five fantastic things to watch this weekend. You can get the full list on d23.com. First up is Mira Royal Detective, a very special episode called Mystery at the Marketplace, where Mira has to help Mina track down the spice merchant who has an essential ingredient. Mm, Sounds tasty. Cool. Well, on Saturday on ABC and Freeform, Graduate Together, America Honors the High School Class of 2020 will air. In this one-hour primetime special, the LeBron James Family Foundation, the Entertainment Industry Foundation, and a bunch more folks are coming together to pay tribute to more than 3 million high school seniors who are graduating across the country. Artists, athletes, musicians, commencement speakers, influencers, and more icons will show their support with performances and inspiring messages featuring students, their extraordinary teachers, and of course, their families from coast to coast. I'm going to mention this one last time, sadly. The series (laughs) finale is this weekend of The Last Dance on ESPN, which I guess is ESPN's most viewed doc ever at this point. Wow! So if you're not watching it, plenty of time to catch up. This is it. Episodes 9 and 10. I'm sad about it. I love it. Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Well, Candice, your last dance is my Taylor Swift City of Lover concert. Guys, <laughs> I am so excited. Okay, this is going to air. <laughs> I can't stop smiling. Sunday on ABC. It is a brand new concert special from record-breaking global superstar slash my personal hero, Taylor Swift, <laughs> immediately uh... following the season finale of American Idol. And best of all, it'll be available to stream the next day on Hulu and on Disney+. Plus. You can't miss it. It was filmed last September in Paris. Taylor is performing songs from her new album, Lover, to an intimate crowd of fans from 37 countries. I remember hearing about this concert last year and thinking what I wouldn't give to be there. And now, thanks to ABC and Hulu and Disney+, Plus, I get to basically be there. I am so <laughs> there. <laughs> well, you noted that this will be airing right after the season finale of American Idol. So I think we have to, of course, round out the top five with the season finale of American Idol, where uh, yes. the show's going to start with two contestants being sent home after this past Sunday's show. And the remaining five will perform two songs with real-time voting that will determine your next American Idol. 
Nice. Can we add a sixth fantastic thing this weekend? Sure. Jeffrey's birthday! Yeah! Uh, Thank you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Jeffrey. Thank you, guys. Well, if you love Disney, there's no doubt you've heard of this man. He's been the voice of Goofy and Pluto for 34 years, and he joins us today to talk about his new Disney Plus series, It's a Dog's Life. We are so happy to have him here with us today, Disney legend Bill Farmer. Woohoo! Yay! Thank you. It's great to be here, and uh, Goofy's with me too. Gorge, I sure am. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have tears in my eyes already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, It's a Dog's Life premieres on Friday, May 15th, which is also Jeffrey's birthday. So huge day for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) What was the pitch that you gave to Disney Plus, Bill? Basically, it came about with a a friend that I had, uh, Steve Duvall, who was a cameraman on the show The Amazing Race for about 30 seasons. And he was going to do a a small little program up in Reno and asked me to be the host of it. And it it just so happened that he was featuring an equestrian center where they keep horses and hounds and they kind of go on one of those old English fox hunts, but they don't really hunt a fox. They just stretch the legs for the horses and the dogs. And the footage we shot of me playing with the dogs jumped out at us as being the best stuff. And we (laughs) thought, well, why don't we do a show about working dogs? I'm a dog. I've been voicing dogs for 30 years. And we put together a little sizzle reel. And I was at a party with Howard Green, who's in charge of Disney publicity for animation. And he said, well, you ought to pitch it to Disney first. And through friends like Jeffrey here, we got in to see Disney Plus with uh, Dan Silver, presented uh, our sizzle reel and, and all the materials. They loved the idea and they wanted 10 episodes. So we went to work making a television show, which we've been doing over the last year. And in the last, since September through January, we filmed in 11 states and did 20 stories and many other sub stories. And it's coming out May 15th. I've been loving getting like updates from you and and your fabulous wife, Jen, as it's uh, been coming along. It's so exciting and even more exciting to get to see it. So we've all seen the first few episodes. If you had to give it like the pitch line, like how would you describe the show? Okay, I've been voicing Disney animated dogs for 30 years. Now I'm stepping out from behind the microphone to find out about real working dogs. I've always been a dog fanatic and an animal fanatic and just love animals. And it really is just my curiosity that drives the show. I'm asking questions that I think the viewers would want to know and that I personally want to know. And it's a sweet little show. It's friendly for the whole family. It's entertaining and also fun. I get to throw in some cartoon characters from time to time and Mm -hmm. funny little voices. We keep it light and friendly and we learn about dogs and how they uh, impact our lives in so many ways that I had no idea before I did this show. Hmm. Well, Jeffrey Candace and I got to preview the first three episodes, which we loved. Without giving away any real spoilers, I know that Jeffrey loved the dogs with the cheetahs. Uh-huh. I loved the whale poop dog. Listeners, <laughs> 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 if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what will. So, Bill, which pups made the biggest impression on you? 
Well, definitely the whale poop. When I heard about <laughs> that, that there's dogs that find whale poop and their little dog, Eba, that they have, a Jack Russell pit bull mix, was the most delightful dog. And he was so excited, wagged his tail, was so excited to find these whales and find their poop, which is used for research <laughs> to find out about how the whales are doing, what they're eating, are they healthy, etc. And he's such a good job, does such a good job at it. They've gone from finding like three samples in a period of time to about a, over a hundred in the same amount of time. So he's very good at his job. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. You have a couple of dogs yourself, right? What would their talents be if they were on the show or are they on the show? They would be candidates for a sleep study. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're both kind of getting on in years. Boo is a black lab pit bull mix and is 12 and Roxy is 13. Yeah, they're really good at sleeping and going for walks in the evening and barking (laughs) at the mailman. Oh, I love it. All right. When you were brought on to be the voice of Goofy, did you also audition for Pluto? Like, was it a package deal? Like you had to be able to be Goofy and Pluto? No, it actually came about on one of my first jobs, which was the old DTV series that uh, Disney had where they kind of did mashups of old cartoons and new uh, song hits. And I Mm -hmm. did some interstitial stuff and it actually happened on the set. I was doing Goofy and they said, well, Pinto Colvig, who voiced Goofy, did Pluto from time to time. They asked me to audition my bark and uh, it was uh, pretty (laughs) strange. forward. I studied the the original Pinto and the way he did it and copied that best I could. And they liked what I did. And they're still using me after all these years. <laughs> wow. Well, you have incredible voice talent. While Goofy and Pluto are certainly the most famous Disney characters you've voiced, who are some other characters that fans might know you as? Well, in uh, our early theatrical release, Prince and the Pauper, I did like five voices. I was a weasel guard who kind of had a New York accent like that. Uh, (laughs) Also, a Horace Horse Collar. I got to voice him. Again, got to do the voice right on the set. I asked what the character was like, and they said he's kind of snooty. So I was thinking Jim Backus from Gilligan's Island. (laughs) (laughs) Then they said, but he's very droll. So I was thinking, Ben Stein from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> kind of a little Jim Backus, a little a little bit of Ben Stein. And came up with a voice right there, and they loved that. So thus, I added that to my repertoire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's wow. amazing. So cool. What's been your most memorable experience or project voicing Goofy? Oh, gosh. Judging from audience reaction, it has to be a Goofy movie. Ah, yes. <laughs> the 25th anniversary of that movie. And I had no idea at the time that it would be such a beloved movie and would still be in the hearts of people. I get more fan mail now. And when I go to Comic Cons and people come up to me without fail, someone comes up and say, you know, that repaired the relationship I had with my father when we would watch a goofy movie. It meant so much to me. And now, 25 years later, There are parents that are showing their kid, getting them involved with Goofy Movie and use it as kind of like their movie, that they watch it together every year, father and son. It just has a charm that I don't think was really noticed at the time, but has just grown over the years 
into this amazing movie. When we were at D23 a few years ago, we had a panel and it was incredibly crowded. It was standing room only. We got almost a three minute standing ovation. I got to sing The Open Road with Jason Marsden and it was like being one of the Beatles coming out on stage. It was like, oh my gosh. You know, I knew they liked the movie. I had no idea that much. It mm-hmm. is just almost a, was an undiscovered gem that has come to shine in the last few years. Mm-hmm. So I am a big fan of the Goofy Holler, but until recently, I had no idea it was actually based on a person who Walt Disney met in the 30s. Uh-huh. Can you tell us the story? As I understand it, it was from The Art of Skiing in about 1947, and they had a yodeler named Hans Schroll. He did the yodeling, and he did that goofy yell that has been kind of the iconic one for all of these years. And I don't know why Disney hasn't made a library of me doing it, because it's tough to do. It's the loudest thing I do. And (laughs) when I do it, I always have to do it at least twice For the engineers, I say, okay, this is loud, so turn down the volume on the microphone. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then I'll do it, and it's kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) then you got to do that again. We clipped it, you know, and so uh, I have to do it at least twice. So we have the goofy holler from you. Can we get a goofy uh, yuck from you too? (laughs) Yeah, gorge. (laughs) There's the short, medium, and long. It's like, (laughs) or, or I love it. Thank you. What a gift. So good. Well, we got to know some of your Disney favorites. So if you can pick your favorite Disney movie, what would it be? I like the live action ones. And one of my favorites was the absent-minded professor. My little chemistry set, I tried to make Flubber for a a couple of years and never was successful, but I love that movie. Of course, Mary Poppins. Animation, I'll tell you one of the first ones I remember seeing in the theater, Pinocchio. And that scared me so much because I didn't want to become a donkey, so I was a much better kid (laughs) because of that. (laughs) You didn't want to be a donkey, so you became a stand-up comedian instead. That's right. <laughs> that upright profession. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney character who is not Goofy? Or Pluto? Probably have to be Mickey, because Mickey's all-American guy, just a good guy. I relate to that, and I like that. Aww. What's your favorite Disney song? Disney song? It is from 20,000 Leagues. It's a whale of a tale with Kirk Douglas. I don't know why. I just like that little tune. (laughs) Any of the songs from Little Mermaid, I think, are incredible. Me too. Me too. What's your favorite Disney theme park attraction? I tend to go toward the fast ones. But if I have to pick any... At Disneyland, I never go without at least going on Pirates and the Haunted Mansion. But I really enjoy kind of the fast ones. So Space Mountain is my favorite one at Disneyland. And in Florida, it's the Rock and Roller Coaster. Ooh, love it. Yes. All right. While we're on the subject of theme parks, your favorite theme park snack? Gosh, snack. Oh, it's the Bengal Barbecue. 
Ooh. Mm. What is it? Bacon wrapped asparagus, something like that. I always try and get that. Mm. Okay. Mm. And now for my favorite Disney favorite question. <laughs> what is your favorite Disney memory? My favorite Disney memory, probably in 2009 when they honored me by making me a Disney legend. And ours was the first one at the D23 convention in the Anaheim Convention Center in front of about 4,000 fans. It was just beyond belief for me. And I was in the same year with Robin Williams and Betty White and getting to meet them and talk with them to be in the same on the same stage with them. Getting my award from Bob Iger was just, I felt like Sally Field saying, you know, they like me. They really like me. <laughs> Aww, that's so cool. Love I remember that. That, that was very early into my time at Disney because I came on to be there for the start of D23. So to be able to be in the audience and see that was, I mean, just such a beautiful moment and just heartwarming and to have the characters and all of that. It was just so fantastic. Yeah, I'll never forget that day. Bill, thank you so much for taking the time and congratulations on the show. We cannot wait for everyone to be able to enjoy the episodes that we've already gotten to preview. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm waiting. We've been waiting a long time for May 15th. And so it's finally about here. I hope people enjoy the show because I had a blast doing it. it. A totally different experience than the voiceover stuff because I just go in, I go, gorge, howdy, then I go home. <laughs> the producer, executive producer, as well as, you know, creator and all of this other stuff and working directly with Disney forming this show. It was a very rewarding experience and so much fun getting to know all of these amazing animals. And I have a great deal of respect and admiration for dogs and what they do for us. They're amazing creatures and it's fun to learn about them. Once in a lifetime experience is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Bill is he is so awesome he's hilarious and guys you get bonus Bill on Friday D23 is hosting it's a dog's life premiere watch party it's going to be hosted by our friend Yvette Nicole Brown Yay! it's a whole celebration of Disney dogs and it's going to be the ultimate way to roll out your own red carpet to watch the premiere of it's a dog's life with Bill Farmer and so uh, Bill's going to be on the special his fantastic wife Jen who's the executive producer of the show, Brett Iwin, the voice of Mickey. Everyone who's ever been a guest on our show is on this. So it's <laughs> going to be a, a very, very fun show. And of course, some of their dogs too. So very cute. It's going to be cute. Yeah. I'm going to watch it with my dog. Aww. Who's right here. He's a good boy. <laughs> well, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And of course, if you want to chat with us, use the hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. And we'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.